How are you? I'm good. Good, good. I took an edible, so I'm like feeling it. I took an edible too. I don't know what's going to happen. But the show must go on. Welcome back to another episode of the Cash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. <laughs> oh, man. What are we going to talk about this week? Oh, my God. So many things. We're going to talk about St. Monica. We're going to talk about the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's so many weird things going I on. I know. So I'm curious which ones that you found and I found. I and think they're the same. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then, of course, everyone's favorite segment. Girl, what you watching? <laughs> what you watching, girl? Oh, it's everyone's favorite segment. I'll tell you what. In the comments, it's just bananas. Big. What do you? It's bananas. Bonkers. It's like we don't explain it that good, guys. <laughs> yeah, this one though for Saint Monica, it snuck up on me because it ended up being a big saint that I had no idea about. So. Yeah. Did you find that too? Because like, basically, this is like a two for one episode again. I know. Mm -hmm. I know she was the mom to St. Is it St. Augustine of Hippo? Yeah. I didn't know about her either. Yeah. So St. Augustine is like, as in St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. It's that St. Augustine. And I didn't send you the pages this week from the book because he's not in the book. He's not? Which doesn't make any sense that he's not in the book because he's considered to be one of the most historically significant people like yeah in history yeah he's connected to a lot of different religions right a lot like he is the convent the augustinian nuns that's the one that saint rita went to that she really wanted to go to that's right yeah because i was like about that it's like what is going on they're all connected they're all connected it's so weird it's like everything in the world is connected seriously it's, it's so like crazy i know because they all pop up in each other's stories they really do so this one ended up being way more than i thought because saint monica herself is just like a page in the book and her video on saints for kids was nine minutes so I was like, ah, I love like when I, when I suggest a saint and your reply back is always how long the cartoon is <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the cartoon's nine minutes. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You compare everything because St. Rita was 12. You're like, well, St. Rita was 12. So. And there was a lot to St. Rita. I felt like and maybe it was because it was like the first one we, we, you know, we put out, but that one felt like a lot. Plus there was a lot of pressure. I felt like because it's grandma's favorite saint so i was like i better put some respect on that name you know all right is it too loud in here with this fan in the background i don't hear it you don't no it sounds good you do (laughs) i'm in my closet i had to go back to connor's room because my car sounded bad you know i don't know if maybe because i noticed when i was editing there was like some it was almost like feedback and i thought maybe it was just the connection because you weren't like <laughs> it was in the- probably the cars passing on the street. I'm like, she probably can't hear that. As I'm in my car. <laughs> it was an experiment. Filming a podcast. 
I know. Because every time we reflect on an episode, I'm always like, the sound, the sound, the sound. And you're, you're obs- like, yeah, you're- and now you're like listening. And you're like, oh no, is she going to be? Upset? I know. Because I'm like, she's listening to this right now and she's going to lose her shit when she no. hears this. Because Not at all. Because I would lose mine. No, it's weird because my sound knock on wood my audio ever since i moved into here and like i set it up i don't know why it's working but it is like it's in this your studio for, now okay it's it is my closet. studio actually yeah. your closet is taking up your studio yeah, <laughs> it exactly. needs to find another place <laughs> dickhead clothes i never wear you know what i mean Seriously, like I know. i'm just surrounded by costumes that i'm probably <laughs> never gonna I have a lot of costumes too. It's all costumes. I'm looking at it and it's literally just like I have I'm an a Easter mom. Bunny costume. Oh, like that? Yeah. yeah. I don't like daily, like I'm a mom. I'm a Oh, yeah. like oh, you meant like a metaphorical costume. I'm like, oh yeah, I have Mary Catherine Gallagher and Wonder Woman. <laughs> the Easter bunny, a clown. I have Halloween costumes in here somewhere. <laughs> you meant like <laughs> what conversation are you having? Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh i'm gonna smile when i listen oh to my this. god i'm like okay i have a catholic schoolgirl costume you're yeah. like no like my my mom time of day yeah my comedian time of day yeah it's so funny because the second i throw something out I'm like oh i wish i, I had that swear to god every single time i don't know and i try to follow that marie condo whatever her name mm-hmm. is where she's like say thank you to it. It did its job. And then it doesn't bring you joy anymore. So you release it and you throw away the shirt. But then a year later, you're like, oh my God, that shirt that I had, I'm going to a Rolling Stones concert. And why don't I have that shirt? Why don't I have that shirt? Like, why would I throw that away? I wish that the clothes could talk back to you and go, no, you've got that Halloween thing in November. (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you by Hoarders. (laughs) Just keep it. <laughs> Just keep it. You do need it. You do need it. It is special. <laughs> Someday our grandchildren are going to really appreciate who we are. They are. Not our, it skips a generation. It does. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, so St. Monica... Mm-hmm. Born in 322, she was a Berber, which is someone from the northern region in Africa. Okay. So I ask you, why the fuck is a kid's cartoon with these white people on it? I don't know. I mean, like, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and then they're like, it's a Roman uh, province of North Africa. I'm like, what are we doing? What, are you, what is this, Florida? Like, what are you doing to the history of what's going on? Like, these great people, they just get whitewashed, like, you know, hard. I didn't even know they were white because I listened to the cartoon. <laughs> I don't know what accent that cartoon is. I know we talked about it in earlier episodes, but it is just so weird. I know. And even though they're related and they live in the same area... They have different accents. Between, they all have different like, accents. Yeah. Somebody might have a different accent from a person standing right next to them. And They'll somebody say, else has a different accent from the person opening the door. Like they all have different accents. They do. 
and they'll say certain words like Milan and like Milan and then Augustine. Mm, I like and the way that sounds, Milan. Milan? Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of sound good. That sounds like a place I want to go. Yeah, I want to eat noodles from Milan. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. I made spaghetti tonight. It was really good. <laughs> so St. Monica was born into a pretty like wealthy family. Mm-hmm. You know, they had servants and everything. She had um, a couple of siblings. Her parents liked to, uh, you know, have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. So they would ask St. Monica, hey, can you go down, you know, to the basement and bring up the pitcher of wine? And when she would bring it up, she would kind of like, take a sip here and there i mean you know I get that. <laughs> exactly it's like 3 30 you know what i mean like what else <laughs> are you know. doing the nanny and like in that. italy the kids drink wine that's what i was thinking right so I don't think it's that bad i didn't think it was that bad but um the servant did that like the nanny yeah the nanny caught her and was like hey you can't be doing that shit <laughs> <laughs> and and saint monica was like she was like she- girl you wasted <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I didn't want to say anything, but you okay. woke up. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you lit. So, you know, to contribute to the pressure that she was already feeling, her parents decided to inform her, hey, we got you an arranged marriage. Oh, my God. I love those. <laughs> those, uh, you know, hey, you're hot. Let's marry you off. Yeah. And so she did that. And obviously she really like she didn't know this guy. And of course. Just like the other guys that we talk about usually with these saints, the female saints, their husbands are just such pieces of shit. Oh, my God. I think he might have been like the shittiest. He might have been. It's crazy. He's a pagan. Uh, Monica is a Christian and a very. You remember devout- that time when I thought I wanted I was a pagan? Yeah, I'm not a pagan. No, no. <laughs> I'm starting to learn what one is. <laughs> yeah, it's um. That's why when you were like, "Oh, it sounds pretty good," I was like, "Yeah, they like sacrifice people." Yeah, you're like, I'm like, oh, well, maybe not that part. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of it sounds great, but it's like most cults, right? You're like, that sounds great, and it's not. So, no, a cult does sound nice. It just uh, sounds you know, like it's so free. And it's like secure, you know, like, you know, they're going to beat you up later. You know, you know, you get something to do every day. They're going to yeah. meditate and make you There's work. So many activities, though. So many. It sounds so. like nice to have things to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. You're getting like organic food, you know, yeah. they have their own garden. And, you know, that's healthy. That helps build your immune nice. system. Mm hmm. So and sometimes they know. teach you stuff. Most of them are like good until, you know, the Kool-Aid comes out. Yeah. And like the abuse and stuff, that part's mm-hmm. really bad. But the beginning is like awesome. That's why they cool. get everybody in. Yeah. So the trick is get into a cult at the ground floor and yes. get out. Like, yeah. Just get, get what you need out of it. And then yeah. you gotta, you gotta jet. Yeah. You read the room. <laughs> <laughs> You watch enough documentaries. I think you could. You know when you're an adult. Okay, don't be yeah. silly. <laughs> yeah, don't be stupid. I mean, don't act like you're brainwashed or something. I mean, <laughs> have your wits about you. You're in a fucking cult. <laughs> your wits about you. You know, keep your shit straight. You'll be fine. <laughs> Just get in there and get what you want. You know, free housing and shit. Good yeah. food, exercise. Food, it sounds really nice. It does. So. You know, 
Once you have to like marry somebody, then you get to get I know. out of there. Come on. With Once that. they do that, I think that's the thing. And when they won't let you eat, as soon as yeah. they would tell me like, um, Catherine, you can't have third serving. I'd be like, I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I don't need this kind of negativity in my life. I thought this was a safe space. I want three pieces of pie in this fucking cult. I'm going to have it. I'm the one that plucked the blueberries. Leave me the fuck alone. I've been colting oh all day. <laughs> Let me eat some fucking pie. So she gets married to this man named Patricius. And she has a drinking problem. And she's got this abuse. And I'm we're yeah, talking he's about not like making it better. She's fucking getting beat. He's mentally abusing her. Cheating she, on her. Yes. She's walking on eggshells with yeah. him, you know, reading his moods and she's adjusting and she's getting, you know, the three kids that they have together, you know, all on board. Don't give him a fucking reason to pop off. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I am hammered. <laughs> like, I'm gonna protect you guys. <laughs> I hit the picture pretty early today. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so they have these, and so her mother-in-law is also an asshole, and like totally makes fun of her to like all the people like in their town and like in the house like everybody's making fun of monica <laughs> <laughs> and monica's like really? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um three sheets to the wind fuck them all <laughs> i just picture her doing like a shot every time somebody's like talking <laughs> so hard okay so <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So, like, her goal was obviously for her husband to convert to Christianity away from paganism and for her three kids to be um, Christians as well. So, when everybody was really shitty to Monica, she. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Because I'm in space? <laughs> no. Oh. oh my god i am literally crying like my whole face is like filled with tears <laughs> i'm trying to keep it together okay so <laughs> okay so everyone's like torturing her and this softened this piece of shit husband of hers heart and he couldn't believe that and this is according to the kids cartoon yeah he was very encapsulated with her meekness i was like that's the thing that fucking gets you going meek you fucking weirdo so he ended up converting to christianity which is pretty impressive that really is right it's like oh my god so she felt like she won she was like okay he was a piece of shit to me but i guess that was like my cross to bear but I got him to convert at the end. So now he'll be good to go. So then she turned her attention to her oldest son, who is St. Augustine of Hippo. We mentioned this earlier, as in the St. Augustine of uh, Florida. So he's a pretty big deal. I did not find him in the encyclopedia that I referenced. Oh, but really? he did have a cartoon on the kids' cartoon, so I did watch yes. it. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but I saw it. Yeah, so I watched it because I was like, see, Monica's cartoon was really short. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, his his was a little bit longer. So the deal with St. Augustine was his family was rich. So mm-hmm. he was one of those like punk-ass fucking rich kids. Yeah. 
who like you know would egg houses and shit and tp them like he was that little asshole yeah and the kids in the neighborhood the other rich kids they would kind of egg him on and they would be like hey go rob that guy's fruit and saint augustine would be like why don't you do it and they're like no 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 you're so good at it you go do it and so he would go do it and then they would eat some that's pretty convincing (laughs) (laughs) right like i mean i double dog dare you you can't say no you can't they would just like waste the food like they would just throw it to the animals or like throw it on the ground or whatever so he felt bad all of a sudden he was like he got this really big guilt of oh my god like what am i doing and he was getting like headaches and shit so he went to his mom monica and he was like i have like the worst headache i i don't know what's going on and she was like you need to go to church with me like that's your problem (laughs) that's (laughs) your problem that's your problem right there is you don't have Jesus. And he was like, I'm not dealing with this shit right now. Like he was so dismissive. He just did not understand what his mom was so obsessed about. And he would keep telling her not right now, eventually, but not now. Flash forward. He's about uh, like 15 years old and he leaves. He fucking leaves his mom. He's like, deuces, I'm out. Yeah. He shacks up with what they call a concubine and he ends up having a baby out of wedlock. I mean, that's, that's what so you get funny. with a concubine, you yeah. know? <laughs> I was like, wow. That's so, so funny. Right? So he has this baby out of wedlock. St. Monica's like, I can't fucking believe you had a baby out of she wedlock. Pissed. Yeah. She's pissed. She was like, do you understand? Like, this is not your path. I don't understand what you're doing. And he was like, you know, I'm just not ready for this. Like, I'm going to go do my thing. So when he was 17, he ended up going to Milan to take a professor position. And he was going to, they said, um, be like an auditory. So basically like a speaker. Mm-hmm. But they kept saying over and over again that he was giving speeches of rhetoric. And I didn't look that up. But anytime I ever hear the term rhetoric, I always I always take it as a negative connotation. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Rhetoric? I don't know anything right now. (laughs) But yeah, so I was like, that's weird. But I I don't know. Maybe it was just like non-religious because everything back then was probably religion. So Monica fucking goes with him. She was like, you're not leaving my sight until you convert to Christianity. So guess who's going to Milan? Mommy. She followed him everywhere. Yeah. And he took his son, too. Oh, he did? See, Mm -hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah, he took his son. What did you see? I did read. I I did read something that said that um, at one point he was leaving Italy and going somewhere else. And and he like lied to her about the timing of the boat coming so that she couldn't follow him. And he got there. But then she followed him anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like she was like, no, I'm coming. It's happening. So he's killing it as a professor. Like he's really happy. You know, he has his little bastard son, but he's mm-hmm. okay with it. And his mom is close by. So in his world, what like he's killing name? it. His son's name, I'll tell you. I have a little card about him. I'm sorry. Adio Dadas and Adido Dadas. He was, um, you know, born of this unknown woman. St. Augustine wrote 113 books, wrote 200 letters, and 500 sermons. He also, during his lifetime, gave about 6,000 to 10,000 sermons. So he wrote 500, but he gave about that many. And he had a specific confession 
thing. And he revealed on numerous occasions that he had numerous tears on various occasions when recalling of his son, Adiodatus, and it prompted St. Augustine to meditate upon God's plan of salutation and the flickness of human life because his son died just before his 18th birthday in 390. So, yeah, it, it really bummed him out. So he would you know, talk about, he, he would talk about that, but never ever in all those sermons and all those writings, did he ever disclose the name of his baby mama? Really? Never. That's but cool. yeah, but there's a statue of the son, Adi- Adiodatus mm-hmm. and St. Augustine and like of his mother. And it's in the Philippines. There's that nice statue of it. So you have all this shit that he wrote and talked about, but nobody jotted the woman's name down. I know. Like, really? So I wonder what that's about. Yeah. Maybe she was a hooker. Probably. And he's of money. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like one of these main saints, even though he's not. And he wrote book. that book, Confessions, and he mentions Monica in it a oh, lot. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, she was on his ass <laughs> because yeah, when he was doing the teaching, she continued to ask him, hey, can you, you know, come to church with me, come to church with me. And there was this priest named Father Ambrose, who was an amazing speaker, like everybody would talk about him, whether you were Christian or not. He was just really charismatic. So um, Monica asked Augustine, she was like, hey, why don't you come to church with me? Father Ambrose is going to be doing the sermon. And he was like, you know what? I have been wanting to hear him. So I'll go. And he did. And he fucking loved him. He was like, oh, my God. Like something like sparked in him. Yeah. It's because it wasn't his mom. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. He was like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's like when I does all the work and a guy gets all the credit. Right. Bullshit. (laughs) So. After he hears Father Ambrose, then he decides to get baptized and dedicate his life to Jesus and all this good stuff. So Father Ambrose uh, baptized St. Augustine on Easter Sunday. And then after that, he ended up becoming a priest. Mm -hmm. And then he eventually became the Bishop of Hippo. That's why he is St. Augustine of Hippo, because that's where he was the big bishop. Yeah, like he did his thing. Like everybody fucking loved him and then his mother so after he what was he the patron saint of he's the patron saint i have it oh brewers painters and theologians is that how you say it theologians Theologians. kind of like what we are (laughs) pretty much right imagine all the aliens are like these bitches are on it (laughs) yeah so thank you that's definitely what they're saying i think so they're like (laughs) they're getting it they're getting all the facts out the other thing about him was that he was so like all about now being pious and no more sex basically (laughs) like that was what it was it was like you had your fun dude now write a fucking letter they make you get rid of first thing and food it's like all the joys of being a human being i know and it's crazy because i know some people really believe that but i just don't think that god is like that no i don't get it like monica at the end of her life she was only eating the eucharist yeah i know i 
I saw that. I'm like, just eat a fucking sandwich. That's why you're so upset all the time. Hungry. Yeah, that's exactly why. You know, you're all sad and shit. Just eat something. You're going to feel so much better. Have a glass of water while you're at it. You're going to feel like a brand new person. I know. It's crazy. I mean, I guess on some level, like the hot, the more you're suffering, the closer you feel or you get to God. You know what I mean? Like, I guess. I don't fucking know. What am I I saying? I don't feel when I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm frustrated. I don't feel closer to God. I'm a little angry about my situation and I might start saying bad things. But I mean, people like who are suffering, who are like close to death, they have like an epiphany, you know, they feel more connected and stuff like that. So maybe that's what they were doing. Like where they feel like if they suffered, suffered, suffered and got to that point. That they would be You're saying that the saints uniform. were playing a game of uh, survival chicken and some flatliners. Is that what I'm describing? <laughs> They're like, I just want to get to the feeling where I'm almost dead. So I get that glimmer of hope and I'm back. <laughs> Wait, do you think that's what it is? <laughs> I think it is. I think you're right because, you know, when you're about to die. So I think they were always living in that like twilight limbo of, I don't even know, it's crazy, but no, thank you. Um, I know. I, I don't want to do that. I do crazy things when I'm hungry and they like feed the poor. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like a runner's high. It's like, I'm not going to be a martyr. It's a martyr high. Maybe. You know, where they if they just get past a certain point, then you know, they don't even feel anything anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't. (laughs) Maybe you don't. Oh, so he has um, the St. Augustinian nuns uh, and the convents. There's several female saints that are associated with St. Augustine and the St. Augustinian nuns. Two, we of course mentioned St. Rita of Castilla, who's a very famous one. And then another famous one is St. Clare of the Cross, Mm -hmm. which we haven't talked about yet. That's for another episode. And the St. Augustinian nuns are actually the most ancient and continuous segment of the Catholic Church. So yeah, they're the OGs, motherfucker. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. And they are canons of contemporary historical mothers and there are several enclosed monastic communities so like monasteries and they say of women living according to a guide to religious life known as the rule of saint augustine so mm. talk about cult leader wow. this is the original yeah method. his mom didn't like that he was involved in like culty stuff oh yeah for sure. Oh God, she was just like, "Are you just gonna get your shit together already?" And then he comes with this bastard baby. No, because I originally everything that you said about you know him leaving and whatever and getting mm-hmm. somebody pregnant, like so I read all that and then I was reading something else today online that was saying that the parents sent him to school. Yeah, and sent him away to school. I think I read that he went to like something with the C. It was like Cathanens or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I mean they were. Really really rich and they were you know like i said these kids were like you know trust fund babies that yeah. you know he was around so i think they were trying to set him straight and maybe they thought by sending him away but by 15 he was out the door by 17 he was a professor in milan and then shortly after that you know that's he crazy was, like what were the requirements to be a professor in milan back then i don't know and even saint monica was like what the fuck are you talking about oh my god but i guess just like saint 
would have been so much more successful in 246. (laughs) But St. Monica was on him for his whole life to be on the right path. One, because it was her son and she wanted to save his soul and she had all good intentions. Two, she had a vision of Jesus when St. Augustine was younger yeah. And he wasn't on the right path. And in the vision, God, or in the form of Jesus, he um, told St. Monica, just chill out. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine, which is what Jesus does, right? He goes to the ladies yeah. when they're in distress. <laughs> and he tells them everything's going to be okay. And I think deep down, that's what all ladies want to hear is that everything is going to be okay. Yeah, so somebody else is going to do it. <laughs> yes. Please, somebody else pick up a fucking broom. So that was good. And then Jesus at some point, when St. Augustine saw Father Ambrose, he was really conflicted before he got baptized. He was like, did I fuck up my whole life? Was my mother right? He had one of those conversations in the forest. In the kids cartoon. And <laughs> he said to God out loud, you know, if this is all what I'm supposed to be doing, like, please send me a sign because I can't believe it's taking me this long to realize what I'm supposed to do. And then he heard a voice, no, a little kid appeared to him and the little kid was um, picking up water from the ocean and bringing it back to the shore and trying to put it in this hole. And St. Augustine was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to fill this hole with the entire ocean and St. Augustine was like you can't do that and he's like oh the kid's like isn't that what you're trying to do you're trying to take all of God's knowledge and just like jam it into this like take a beat wow. you know and St. Augustine was like what's up with this fucking kid like kid. yeah like that was some deep shit so he looked <laughs> around and the kid was gone because it was Jesus which when I saw him come in the form of a child you know to St. Augustine We've seen him visit other saints like St. Christopher in the form of a child, right? So it brings validity to the Ricky Bobby character in Talladega Nights when he says, dear baby Jesus, and he starts (laughs) his prayers because who are we to say that baby Jesus isn't Ricky Bobby Jesus? And that's how he only sees them. Maybe it is. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying this is the second time that we've seen him show up as like a kid. And so Ricky Bobby, you first, you ain't last. That's how I see it. Oh, so, so for St. Monica, she is the patron saint of abused women, Mm -hmm. um, alcoholics. So if you want to petition her for protection from relationship abuse, and it could be emotional, financial, verbal, physical, she is your matron saint, especially if you're trapped in an unhappy marriage and you need some help to get out of it, or if you need her to alleviate some of the tension in the house in order for you to stay and not be totally miserable, she can also help you with that. (laughs) She is the matron saint of children that disappoint their mothers. I know. That one really hurt my feelings. What about the other way around? Who's the matron saint of disappointed daughters? I don't know. Think really? Catherine Ann. No. Is it what? <laughs> I'm saying it's me. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Um, she can help you with persistence. She never gave up, even on her son and her husband. Both of them just total fucking selfish assholes. And yeah, she was like, and Augustine know. wrote in that um that confessions book. He wrote something along the lines of like all moms, you know, care for their kids and love their kids, but she goes deep. Like it's like too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm suffocating. That's basically what he said, give or take. Wow, that's crazy. And then once he got baptized and he was on his way to priesthood she just fucking died like that was it like there was no big long drawn out thing and most of the saints at the very end they say something to the effect of i'm i'm done i already lived out you know my mission so i don't know why i'm still here and most of us humans don't say that like we'll hang on for fucking dear life like we're not going anywhere these saints are like done mic drop like i I thought i asked for the check already well because we when we hang on for dear life because we're worried about the people that we're leaving behind but saints they know that god's got it and like not to worry about anybody on earth because they're gonna be all good fine (laughs) i'm gonna listen to this tomorrow and be like what the fuck were you saying you go deep you're like Saint Monica. I think that's pretty much it. Like, oh my they, god! There's... But um, Augustine asked her right before she died if she wanted to be buried, like if you to move her body so mm-hmm. that she could be buried with her husband, and she was like, "No, thanks." <laughs> no, Are you well, she was serious? really like, "I am happy to die where my bones lay." Like that's basic. That's what she actually said. But we know what she meant. No need to go the extra mile. Yeah, Mama, good. I Mama dealt with good. this bullshit long enough. <laughs> I'm not gonna be fucking buried next to him are you kidding me right Seriously. now oh my god you mentioned like when she died so her tomb is actually at a church her tomb is in the church of saint augustino which is named after saint augustine and that is in rome pretty her cool t- yeah from north africa to rome that's why she's so white <laughs> is he there too i don't know I, don't, I thought i listened to his whole thing but i don't remember where he's to rest because he's not in the book right. usually when you know when i'm in the book then i get like what i'm reading right now. Pieces. yeah i fill all that in from but, the cartoon the, the cartoon, cartoon gets me going down. the cartoon's usually like you know like hey it was like this and it was like that i like when they're like huh they do that thing <laughs> they're like ha oh, oh. Huh. yeah it's like that and i'm like oh man this is so weird so we always talk about like rituals and like how to you know provide them an offering so because saint monica is um, a self-proclaimed alcoholic you cannot offer her alcohol which mm-hmm. is usually like a standard offering mm-hmm. yeah so tonight i cleaned out the glass and i just filled it up with cold water so i did that for her and i wrote oh uh, that was yeah. nice of you i was like this is all i got <laughs> so they say they recommend like donating to like a shelter for abused women and something like that like something to give back you know in honor of saint monica okay i can do that yeah that's that and now girl what you watching (laughs) what you watching girl i watched that documentary on netflix woodstock um 99 oh my god that looks so stressful it was horrible but the reason why it was horrible is because the original woodstock was truly about peace and love they were all like-minded people just looking to like you know chill the fuck out have a moment 
Yeah. And the food, everything was free. Okay. Like it was included, you know? So at this place in 99, they're there for three days, sweltering hot. There's no water. They raised the price to water to like $6. Then at the last day, $8. Kids are like, they're fighting. They have like people who listen, like porn plays. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not like kumbaya. No, that's like rage music. That's like amping people up. Yeah. And like, it was like very aggressive and they were dehydrated. They were drinking, they were doing drugs, like, but it wasn't a peace and love. And, and they were like price gouging with the food because it wasn't about what original Woodstock was. No, it was profit. It was about capitalistic, you know, opportunity. Mm -hmm. Why am I talking about this again? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes sense. We'll listen to it tomorrow and then we'll be like, it was right there. How'd you guys miss it? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're still in it. (laughs) Maybe. We really are. I watched something. But remember how I said to you, I don't watch anything that's negative. I only <laughs> you realize when you things have to- into my brain. I'm such a fucking liar. That's not true at all. <laughs> okay. I feel like I watch fucked up shit all the time. <laughs> I watched Black Phone and I rewatched <gasps> um Breaking Bad. <laughs> okay. Black Phone mm-hmm. looks terrifying to me. Yeah. It's like I looked at it and I went, no, thank you. No, thank you. I just you. feel like when we were kids and we got kidnapped, like we were able to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Literally, Patty got kidnapped. By I remember guy. that Norman Bates guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Norman. I couldn't think of the serial killer uh, that we were <laughs> referencing as children casually. I forgot it was I know. Norman How old were I don't even know. We were like little kids. Plus, my mom always told me if I got kidnapped, they would just bring me back. That's what my family said, too. After they beat me with bats. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cry for help. (laughs) It's so true, though. Oh, man, our kids have it so good. They really do. We only fuck them up different ways. Yeah, in so many different ways. It's so funny because... I realized all the things that made me fucked up. So then I tried doing these other things that were like the opposite, but that were like, I fucked my kids up in a totally different way. Yeah. I think it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the time traveler's wife, that movie. No, I heard it was amazing though. It's really good. Basically his wife dies and he builds the time machine and then he would go back and do the same life with his wife and then she would fucking die he would die on the same exact day at the same exact time and it would be all different kinds of ways so he would spend like his entire life just rewinding the clock just to see her die over and over and over again so i don't know why i brought that up you know, i was just <laughs> thinking i probably shouldn't be making it like like getting kidnapped oh, oh. every week or something like who says no. that i was thinking That's so no matter how we try not to fuck them up it eventually kind of just you know what happens and we're like damn i really tried it the other way I yeah and our, and our parents probably did the same thing but maybe well i know about mine <laughs> well we i don't know about mine <laughs> i'm not giving them any credit <laughs> So we do that for the streaming one. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> we won though. Somebody call help for these girls. <laughs> I know. They are not doing well. <laughs> no. The last two days I have had conversations in my head like over and over again. And I keep like just repeating stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, just get over it. So this was I nice. Know, I know. I try to do that too. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah, because but- that's not 
the real you. That's not your essence. That's your ego. Like we all have like mm-hmm. our ego, egoic mind who does that to us yeah. and they feed off of negative thoughts. So if you have a negative thought for 17 seconds, you're going to have another negative thought. So if you could stop the thought before 17 seconds. Oh, now I know. I'll be like one. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a depression scientist. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. No, Only but that's... I don't follow half of my rules. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like doctors that smoke. Yeah. Like, aren't you a cardiologist? You got a light. I do <laughs> no. got a light. I mean, <laughs> so that's weird. Stressful though. <laughs> it has to be, but like, I don't know. Again, I just think you know, people just live their lives. So yeah, so that's what we're watching. What are you watching? The next segment is what's your favorite conspiracy? This week we're doing the Mandela effect is it's crazy. Okay. So if you don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's when a large mass of people believe that an event occurred and shares a memory with some of the same, some or all of the same details, but it quote unquote did not happen. The term was coined by Fiona Bronin in 2009. She was at a conference talking about how she remembered the tragedy of former South African president Nelson Mandela and she remembered him dying in an African prison in the 80s but he Mm. actually died in 2013 and she was shocked when so many other people that she knew had the same exact belief Mm -hmm. I mean they remembered like funeral footage on the news yeah they remembered the widow um, speaking and it's just so fucking weird the craziest one like okay did I explain what the Mandela effect is basically give or take Mandela effects are like false memories you believe wholeheartedly that it existed but it didn't yeah like so and and that's so hard to believe and to wrap your brain around because it's not just one or two people agreeing it's like a mass of millions of people who have the same memory so there's a lot of you know ideas as to why that is or what could cause that we should probably talk about some things that are surprising yes So this way they can understand. Yeah. Okay. This one, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on because I a hundred percent remember this. Okay. Shazam starring Sinbad in the nineties never existed. It did. It a hundred percent did. Like, right. Fucking possible. I know. I mean, I remember because there's a a Shaquille O'Neal movie that's like similar that's what they're saying, but I don't believe it. I do not believe it. I mean, I've even seen pictures online of like old VHS tapes that say the Sinbad movie. Yeah. So I'm like, how is that possible? Like, is somebody just trying to fuck with us? Like, it's so weird because that one especially. And then another one that I had was, so in Star Wars, Darth Vader doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. What he actually says is, no, I am your father. So I don't know how many times Believe we've heard. That. Yeah. Luke, I am your father. That's all I, well, I actually think I'm Chris Farley, like saying it into a fan. Yes. Luke. Yes. <laughs> I am your father. It's like, it's why did they keep perpetuating a lie on all these other shows if that's not what it really fucking it's is? It's up. And hello, Clarice, too. Yes. That was never said in Silence of the Lambs. How about this one? In I Love Lucy, everybody always says, I I, I can't even believe this. What I know what you're going to say. And I'm like, I can't even believe it right now. I was like, this has to be a lie. So apparently, you know how we've been saying for years, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know. 
Well, guess what? Ricky never said that shit. Oh the my God. It's like a thing- dagger to my heart. That, that is not true. This is a parallel universe. Okay. That's what's going on right now. It has to be. Because and sometimes it, it bleeds over. I don't believe any of this. Mm-mm. And like, okay. So Pikachu mm-hmm. having a black tip tail. Yeah. It's being said all over the, if you look anywhere in the internet, they will tell you, no, he never had black on his tail. It's always been solid yellow. That's bullshit. But there's also like been screenshots because Con- I show Connor this one and he was showing me like, look, he's like, you can actually find these ones a little bit more easily because there's old video games of them. So he's like, it definitely had a black tail because the whole thing is that the girl one has a black heart on her tail. Yes. So that's the whole thing is like, this is the boy version and this is the girl version. But the explanation was, oh no, it was a shadow or something like that, that it was just a heart shape. It's the bullshit. explanation was bullshit. It's so ridiculous. The other one that I had was so you've heard of the Lindbergh baby and how yeah. the Lindbergh baby was kidnapped. Well, Charles Lindbergh was a famous uh, pilot and he, I think it was a pilot, but he um, had a 20 month old son in 1932 that was abducted and it was a widespread media frenzy, right? Everybody went crazy. So yeah. for years and years and years. I've heard it on TV shows and movies and stories and everything about the legend of the Lindbergh baby and how the baby was never found. And it's like, oh, are you the missing Lindbergh baby? Yeah. You know, I've heard that so many fucking times. Well, they found the poor baby's body two months later after it was kidnapped. So there was no, it wasn't a fucking missing for decades situation. He was found, but. It's weird. There's a whole fucking other layer to that Lindbergh baby case. I've watched on the History Channel. They have a Book of Shadows episode and it's dedicated to it. There's a lot to that fucking rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. You're scaring me. Oh, yeah. I'd be scared. It was that. (laughs) (laughs) When I watched it, I was like, I don't think I was supposed to watch this. Like, fuck. Now they know I watched this. Now I have this information. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's on fucking Hulu. But of course, I don't like when I know certain things that I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I should. They don't believe the truth we're telling them guys don't worry <laughs> not at all i didn't do that much research my assumptions basically t- either parallel universes or time travelers you know what i, I mean? mean both definitely legitimate yeah that's basically what i think too okay but here i have to tell you this one this one is the one that's convinced me that the cia or cern or somebody like got the infinity gauntlet and snapped their fingers because there is no way that ed mcmahon did not bring big checks to people door that's a fucking publisher's clearinghouse he definitely did i remember it i remember it used to be on like sunday nights i think it was like when i want to say it was like america's funniest home videos with bob saget and then in between the commercials if it was that day when they were going to award the check it was fucking ed mcmahon at the fucking no. door on TV, it was live, How and it was fucking, fucking him. Tell me that Ed McMahon did not deliver those checks. I remember seeing it too. Mike remembers too. Yes, like how that is ridiculous. Okay, like, why are they trying to take these memories away from us? So Ed McMahon denies ever working for them. That's fucking um, bullshit. There's even a blog on the Publishers Clearinghouse um, website that says, "Why do people think this? Because it fucking happened, bitch. That's why." <laughs> okay, yeah. it would be nice if somebody had like a vhs tape like you know what i mean for some oh reason God, they did that day. but i feel like whatever went on our old evidence was destroyed yeah but so he worked for american family publishers which is like some other company 
Mm-hmm. But so you might think, okay, maybe you mix up the names. No, you didn't, because he also says he never handed out checks. That is a damn lie, and you know it. Right to my face. And I know. So, like, what the fuck is going on? All right. I don't know. What, what's going on? There, there's like a lot of different theories on this, and <laughs> whatever they are, <laughs> I don't know where they are. <laughs> so, you guys do the homework and start your own fucking podcast and put this shit on there so we can. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, people believe there's people who believe that there's we're in a parallel universe. There's um that's basically the top contender. No, but there is some information that suggests that there's different things that happen in the human brain that make us um forget or think that we're having the same memories. Okay, all the scientific stuff was bullshit. Okay. This is it's definitely a parallel universe. Mm-hmm. Or the CIA mm-hmm. trying to erase our memories or do, I don't know. What do you think? I think that they do experiments every once in a while, uh, like, um, you know, mass hysteria and, and just to see if they can, um, like, erase things from, like, have you ever read 1984 with George Orwell? Yeah. You know, they rewrite history, right? And they try to get rid of whatever was already out there so that the story is just the narrative that they want to put forward. I think when they do little things like this, it, it kind of creates this, like, um, like where we second guess ourselves. Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes they just test us like rats in a lab and they just want to see how we respond to it. And there's some people out there that know exactly what they're fucking doing. And yeah, for the rest of us, we're just some of us are like, hey, that was weird, right? And then the rest are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And well, that's another, th- the two another samples. one of the theories is that um, CERN, when they turned on the hydro collider, when they were like finding the God particle, when that happened, that did something. It like opened, we like, we shifted timelines or something. Mm. And that makes sense too, right? Mm-hmm. Because the other thing is I noticed with Nelson Mandela's death, the funeral occurred in everybody's memory in the 1980s. Well, you yeah. and I were little in the 1980s. We weren't aware of that moment. I swear happen. that I remember learning about it in school. That he died? Yeah. This one, this one I'm not sure. Because I'm not sure because I could be having mm-hmm. a fake memory on this one, honestly, because... You know, we were so young, but the other ones, no, they check out those. That's definitely parallel universe shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Lucy one and the Lindbergh baby one and the Pikachu tail. Like, I remember that shit. So, so yeah, so that's our favorite conspiracy of the week. What do you think? That's another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Wow. That was I, number nine? Number nine. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> we're almost two hands look at us <laughs> got 400 oh listeners oh my god i'm so excited me too me too so i definitely think that saint monica did her thing she earned her saint stripes because not only did she live a really nice life i don't know what her miracles were that's what other i'm like than- confused about i'm like why is she a saint is she a saint because she pushed her and he was like a real big deal and he was like the biggest deal like she, she did nice it. stuff but i mean a lot of people she gave food to the poor and like you know gave everything away and lived a yeah. modest life but you know but miracle 
I'm not so sure. I didn't see any specific ones other than if, you know, with him. But it's the same thing like the um, St. Bartholomew episode. Philip's sister, St. Miriam, like they didn't get into anything about what, you know, miracles that they did and all that stuff. So I think sometimes they just sainted people. You know, they did the canonization. They kind of gave them a fast pass. And uh, yeah, exactly. Talk about stepping shit. That was good. Imagine if she had like all these miracles. And like, people are going to be like, you idiots. Call me out. Let me know what's going on out there. I'm I'm doing the cartoon research in my book. Okay. Like St. Miriam wasn't even in the book. Uh, St. Augustine wasn't in the book. So I'm hoping that this author puts out like a take two of it. Maybe we can help her. We can yeah, compile a list of all the saints that she's not fucking representing. <laughs> Do your research. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Join us next time and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening.